0: Happy Tuesday! It's me, Leah Joy. And Jamie. We're here to welcome you back to Topless 2 Top. Uh, We received a lot of support and good feedback from that first episode, and we're excited to be back.
1: Yeah, and we're celebrating uh, episode number two by already starting off with a holiday special. Woo! So we're here to tell you some spooky stories for Halloween. Just want to remind everyone that the show is rated R, because we're saucy. And our moms are not proud of our vocabulary, but that's okay. I think uh, everybody else is okay with it. We're all adults here. We're trying anyway. (laughs) So today is a full moon. It is. It's October 20th, and I think it's a hunter's moon. Uh, Spooky. I'm a firm believer that people are extra wild on full moons. I heard it as a joke going into the restaurant biz. Uh Uh-oh, it's a full moon. We're gonna get into the spooky stuff. We're gonna start with some local stuff, but we're probably gonna end up talking about some other experiences out of state, because we're avid travelers. Yes. Let's start with one local. Uh, my little sister Shelby worked at Arnold's downtown. It's the oldest bar in Cincinnati. Oh,
0: I'm pretty sure. Yes, on the yeah, on the corner
1: yep. there. Yeah. Um, and supposedly, it's very, very haunted. Uh, I've been there a handful of times, and I don't have any experiences, unfortunately. But she says that it was really common to hear people walking up in the third floor, like after close, and she said pictures came off the walls a lot. And if you've never been there, it's pretty heavily decorated. I wish, I i feel like I've not had a lot of personal experiences, but do, do you really want one? <laughs>
0: It's it's a sensitive topic, I feel like, for a lot of people. Yeah. Whether or not they actually... Like, do you want, want a paranormal
1: experience? Do you want to be really scared, or you just
0: want it to happen so you can talk about it?
1: The paranormal stuff is something I really enjoy talking about, watching it on videos on YouTube, or going to haunted museums, or whatever. But sometimes you catch those people on full moons who have... A lot to share and maybe too much to share and you told me earlier that you got trapped by someone telling you these stories
0: yeah uh, we it I never worked at this bar it was a kind of little dive bar Uh, they have really good burgers and there was live music the house was packed and this woman literally cornered me in the back patio to tell me that she used to be a bartender at this place and she would hear the same thing just like stools being knocked over, pictures off the walls, people walking, and all that creepy stuff, and she, she wouldn't let me go. She just she started had to tell you. She had to tell me about how the ghost followed her home, and then she started telling me about all of her dead relatives and the way they follow her and protect her, and it's interesting, but I don't know this woman. I've never met this woman. We'll never see this woman again, and do you, did you seem interested when the conversation started, or... I was humoring her a little bit at first. She was a little intoxicated and Uh, and just started going on and on. I didn't ask. She opened with the fact that... I
1: experience a lot of deaf, uh, dead people every day.
0: And they're here.
1: And they're right here right now with us. And we're all going to have a shot of Fireball if you want to join.
0: I just came here for a burger before (laughs) my movie. (laughs) Gosh. But again, I've never had a personal ghost experience like that so i don't know that i can comment too much on what what that lady's been going through
1: yeah and you know it's hard to discredit people like i believe if it happened to me and i was talking about it i'd want everyone to know that i was being genuine about it and you know you run into people who are telling you tall tales at a bar in the middle of the night and it's like oh okay okay
0: (laughs) oh that's good good for you i'm glad you're protected uh that's that's what i told her you're like the therapist now so i know last week we talked about your creepy basement cellar at the italian place yeah and i know that's probably one of your creepiest real life Creepy restaurant <laughs> stories. Do you have any others?
1: Um, well, I tried. I feel like I've been looking looking for it. Earlier this year, I ended up staying at the Golden Lamb out in Lebanon. And that is, like, supposedly the most haunted place in Ohio. Well, restaurant, excuse me. The Food Network said that, actually, <laughs> Ohio's most haunted restaurant. Uh, it's 215 years old and they said they have like a couple of spirits one of these spirits that supposedly is haunting the golden lamb is a civil war era congressman from ohio clement l valendingham i hope i said that right uh he was staying in the house at the time was called the lebanon house it wasn't called the golden lamb yet and he was uh preparing for a defense um, against a fa- like another man against so now there's actually a room dedicated to him. We visited for a little bit. Um, we actually <laughs> we were getting in trouble because we were staying the night in the hotel in a suite and it was probably only. It was after dinner. It was like nine PM and myself and my and my friend Paige and her mom and I were all staying in the hotel and we were just walking around because they have it set up like a museum. It's a really cool it's a really cool spot. Yeah. Oh you used to live there. Uh, yeah, I grew up around yeah, 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 yeah. right around the, that area. So there's cute I mean there's a there's a Christmas tree that's displayed all year round with tons of antique ornaments on it, and there's all kinds of historical papers and like I felt more like I was just kind of visiting an old home. But we ended up staying in the room for a little bit where this man died and doing kind of like a mini seance. I've never done anything like that before because I'm too fucking scared. (laughs) And we kind of asked like if he was with us, you know, I took some pictures with a Polaroid camera, didn't catch anything, you know? So do I think it's, I, I believe that it's real. But I also just didn't feel like I got to really experience anything. Um, there's one other ghost that they have, and its a little girl, but they're kind of confused on who it is. There's two different possibilities: little girl, another little girl that died in the building, like a long, long, long time oh. ago. And she has her own bedroom, but this one is walled off with plexiglass. Have you been up there to see? That? I have not. Uh, it's on the top, it's the, there's a door with a window, and then another window, and you can see into the room, and there's a bed, and there's a little rocking chair, and there's a bunch of dolls in there, and it's unnerving. Why aren't you allowed in? I don't know, I guess they don't want you to touch anything, I okay. guess, I don't know. The room is a display. Weird. I don't know why they, I mean, I'm imagining they don't want you to go in, <laughs> Because you're gonna maybe accidentally break something, which I guess they thought we were doing. Because, like I said, it was around nine and we were just walking around really quietly. We didn't have shoes on. We we're carrying glasses <laughs> of wine around. And we're being, I thought we were being really respectful. And this man comes up and he goes, Oh, I didn't know there were people up here. I said, uh, Yeah, we rented a room.
0: I mean, you're barefoot walking around with a wine yeah. glass like it's your own house. Well, <laughs> okay.
1: Well,. Okay, maybe I should have had <laughs> shoes on. <laughs> but, but yeah, he, he was kind of warned us that there were other people staying in there. And I was trying to be cool about it. And my friend's mom was like, we're looking for ghosts. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. Said, well, okay, we'll go back out to our room. So, Let's look
0: for ghosts there.
1: A really cool place to visit. Uh, the, food yeah, really the food is really good. food is phenomenal. Um, as far as hauntings, I just didn't get to have one. And it made me real
0: sad, but we'll try again. So I also have a—it's kind of a hotel story as well. Um, not local; it actually happened in Savannah, Georgia, which is I know known for being a little quite spooky. A haunt. Yeah, um, for reasons we can talk about here in a little bit. Uh, but this is about the Moon River Brewing Company. Okay. Fantastic brewery, great beers, right by the river, uh, right in Little Heart. I mean, everything's kind of downtown, but yeah. uh, closer to the river. It was very bumping in that area. Everybody was super, super friendly. I went with my boyfriend's family and one of his friends, and the youngest sibling was very excited to do some ghost tour stuff. And like you, mm-hmm. she, she wanted to, sure. to go get haunted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and asked our waitress when we were finished, you know, where's a good spot? to like, see some ghosts, and she's like, oh, baby, it's right here. <laughs> and she takes a couple of us on a tour of the building, and it's an old building. It was originally built as a hotel, I believe, in 1821. Um, she, the way she talked about it, there was a lot of uh, sailors, and people that ran the boats kind of um, would stop there. Our type of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Swarthy. Yeah. <laughs> but there was a lot of bar fights that would break out um, a lot. And one of them, there was a man named James Stark, and he was known around the town to be kind of an obnoxious gambling button pusher. Mm. He would just go around picking fights with people. Mm -hmm. And he got shot by a doctor after he made some remarks to the doctor um, while they were both drunk that evening. And there's, of course, rumors that Mr. Stark is still wandering the place, just... Picking on people, and they all the waitresses had a story or two of this moving and that moving. And she took us upstairs, where at one point it was the area was used as an infirmary for the yellow fever, uh, which is a super terrible disease that gives you jaundice from mosquitoes. And, uh, so there, a lot of people died up there in the second floor and they've always had problems with construction since then they've never been able to finish renovations and now they've got some like half-ass offices slapped up in there and they don't use it for events or anything it's mostly still looks like it's being remodeled but it just never really gets finished and I didn't really feel anything creepy you know it was cool she had a really nice energy while she's telling us about it and yeah. she took us into the basement into oh. these cellars and it's these big tunnels that extend out from a main heart area and she talked about it being used as like smuggling tunnels during prohibition and she talked about there was another hotel owner that bought the hotel from the original builders and he put two lions chained up in the basement as both like guard animals to protect his businesses and his hotel and his party space and as an attraction to bring people in like hey we've got real lions and when she told me that and pointed to the foundation post I got chills up my spine it was very uncomfortable like that's terrifying yeah so I don't know whatever happened to those lions but that would be the freakiest thing that that happened to me in yeah in in Georgia yeah of course oh and then later that evening we ended up at a little dive bar super fun called the black rabbit if you guys are ever down there It was awesome. And the bartender used to be a tour guide, and she started telling us the history of the city about how basically underneath everything is graves from the war and from disease, and they would just build on top of these graves. And she talked about a playground like that, and when the roads get all bumpy and weird, it's because the ground was uneven and soft there from these graves, and it just breaks the road through time. And I'm like, this is... This is why your entire city is haunted, because you built it on a graveyard. Just like that one movie.
1: Caroline, don't go into the light. (laughs) Cincinnati has that, too. The tunnels? No, not the tunnels, but building on top of dead people. Oh, yeah. It's so weird. Music Hall, downtown. Oh. So I got on a school bus one time and took a tour in Cincinnati um, and they gave us the little detectors and had us walk around different parts of downtown and, you know, try to find stuff. But the, the Washington Park. Mm-hmm. So Washington Park got a parking garage underneath it, like, in the last 10 years yeah. or something. Uh, they found so many, like, remains when they dug up underneath it to, to like, you know, make room for the cars
0: what do you do when you come across?
1: Uh, I'm not really sure. They relocated a lot of it. I know that there are some, like, there's some large stones in the park that are not, they're not headstones. They're just, like, memorial. But the the gross part was, as this man was telling me the story, so they dug up underneath the park and got all these Remains out. They know now that underneath the sidewalk in front of Music Hall are a bunch of bodies.
0: That is terrifying. Yeah,
1: because the same thing, there was like an infirmary behind Music Hall and there was an enormous open grave there. Uh Uh-huh. So then Music Hall supposedly has tons and tons of ghost stories. Um, Elevator shafts that are haunted. Uh, Someone said that if you go upstairs, you... One man claimed that he saw an entire
0: ball going on. Like ball gowns, yeah. dancing, yeah. cocktails. Like everyone upstairs
1: is having a good time. And he's like a guy that worked in the building. But, I mean, it's interesting. And it's spooky. But, you know, the, the idea of, like, the bodies to still be in there. Yeah, that's... And I go down there for, you know, oh, it's the city flea. This weekend, and I'm standing on the sidewalk in front of Music Hall, and I'm like,
0: like (laughs) their bodies under my feet.
1: Yeah, it's a little cringy, but um, and and I have another one from Katie. Katie's parents own the Macklinburg Gardens, and they also have an upstairs with an event center, and she said that she has heard people playing the violin upstairs, which I thought was pretty neat. Were they playing it
0: well? Because playing the violin is very difficult.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know that. I I only know about, you know, how to badly play since (laughs) I've been trying. So besides the paranormal stuff, uh, Halloween is one of our favorite holidays. Oh, by far. And I love Halloween. I hate dressing
0: up. That's my favorite part. Oh, I hate
1: it. I hate it. I've been
0: a cat. Every year for like six years, I was a vampire for most of my life. You were a vampire every, every day. I was. Life. I would wear my my teeth uh, starting October first every single day of Halloween, and sometimes throughout the rest of the year. Well, it's Just the twentieth. What am I missing? I don't want to freak the good people out. Oh,
1: you think seven a.m. is too early to wear vampire teeth?
0: Yeah, I'm a little worried about the clientele <laughs> as well. I'm. Uh, this remind that actually reminds me of a story you told me.
1: Um, I know someone who
0: took things a little
1: too seriously, once upon a time, at uh, the pizza chain I worked at. Um, is one of my favorites. Uh, it's not necessarily about Halloween, but it is about magic. <laughs> so This is just spooky stuff. Yeah, okay, well, <laughs> the, cu- <laughs> the customer was spooky, I, and he, he, she really spooked out the magician. Um, so every Tuesday, we had a magician come in to the pizza place and do tricks at the table and he his name is Brett he is a nice guy like I have met some performers who do that kind of thing where they go to restaurants and do stuff okay I'm backtracking a little bit those
0: damn carnies
1: (laughs) okay I'm gonna really backtrack for a second I found out a couple years ago that my great-grandmother met her husband working at a at like a, a circus oh so I've got oh, so, born, circus, so I'm baby. insulted by you I apologize yeah thanks mm-hmm. yeah you're canceled <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway so we had a magician come uh when I first started working at this place there was a, a balloon guy and he was a weirdo like he wasn't really nice to the kids. Oh. He would just kind of make like derogatory comments to the girls that were working there. Ooh, and like I had met him a handful of times, and I was like, "This guy's fucking weird." Like, not you know. And I've met other balloon people.
0: He shouldn't be giving
1: balloons yeah. to children. Balloon, sorry to anyone out there. Balloon art is weird, and if you're doing it for a living and you're making it weird, that's even worse. Well, some
0: people are good at it, and they're, they're... sure. But I haven't met any that weren't totally, <laughs>
1: totally weird. Like, they sleep with the balloon animals. That's what I'm saying. Oh, weird. So anyway, this guy came in on Tuesdays and did card tricks at the tables. Very nice. Very professional. Knew exactly how to read people. If they didn't want him to approach the table, he wouldn't. He could totally tell by your body language if he wanted you to come over or not. So I give him... Five gold stars. He's a really nice guy. Uh, I miss him a lot. COVID took him away from us, and we were all very sad about Aww. it. Uh, not away away. Oh. He's not a specter. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all. Does he still? Do you he still hear the cards shuffling in the dining room? <laughs> okay, that went the wrong way. He is not a specter. He is alive. He is a good guy. <laughs> we just didn't get to have him at the pizza place anymore. Um, anyway, no, this lady had come in. She was not a regular, but she was a uh, repeat offender. She was pretty awkward, and we all thought she was kind of strange, but we did, really didn't think a whole lot about it. She'd come in and eat and leave. This time she brought in her son, and he was little. He's like six. And Brett comes over to the table, and he says, Hi, would you like me to do a trick for you? You know, there's no obligation to give me any money or anything. Like, I'm just here to perform tonight for you guys. And she said, Sure, go ahead. So he does a card trick. Now, he's really good at sleight of hand. And he would do, um, sometimes after the dining room had started to shut down, he would come up to the servers and he would show us the, next, the thing for like the next holiday or whatever. He had themes stuffed. Like, we loved it. We would all be like, when, when are we going to get our magic show? Love this guy. Uh, so he's doing his card trick or whatever. And apparently the woman was just totally thrown off by it. Like, oh my God. And got really upset and shooed him away like don't come back to the table (laughs) and pulls over uh my friend Jeff the GM at the time and he's like what's up you know you're okay the strange lady again like what's the problem and she goes I am so offended by that man he came over to the table and he said oh I'm so sorry like he's our magician like he just does card tricks and she goes I didn't know he was gonna do real magic <laughs> what and so apparently it's like oh yeah well I mean it's not real like it's it's just a trick and this woman was just already she was so wound up and she's like no no we don't do this we don't do this and she looked at her son and she goes you tell him you tell him who's your shepherd And he, that little boy, twisted his head back and put a big grin on his face. And he said, Jesus! (laughs) (laughs) And I will never, oh, man. And we still talk about that a lot. You know, who's your shepherd? When your magic is just too good. When your magic's too good. He is very talented. Freaking people out at the pizza place. (laughs) That was probably the last time we saw that lady, but
0: no one forgets that. <laughs> I'm sure she hasn't forgotten it either.
1: No, she thought we cursed her. We thought She thought that we brought the devil into the restaurant. Can you imagine if she listens to this?
0: She's going to be like, they did. I hope. I don't know. <laughs> That's the last thing I want to happen
1: forever. <laughs> and I am so sorry. <laughs> I'm just sorry to whoever dealt with her on a regular basis, really because sometimes i know i know sometimes if you get mad in public it's like okay you got mad in public that's not really who you are yeah it happens you know? i got it's i, I cried at the us. post office one time uh, you know i cried at the cell phone
0: repair shop the other day yeah mhm
1: it's good you know <laughs> <laughs> we're trying not to judge people on the one interaction that we've had with you but sometimes it's too much <laughs> You have scarred us for life with your actions, and we will never forget it. And then, like, if you ever run into those people, like, you see them in the grocery store. Awkward. Oh, my God, no. Who's that? That's that lady that did this one thing this one time. Oh, shit. She's looking at us. You know,
0: you scuttle away. Well, because you're whispering about her, and I'm sure you're staring at her, and it's all very obvious. And she knows. She knows what she did.
1: I don't think they do. And I bet she only came out on full moons. (laughs) So I feel like it was once a month. For a while at the pizza place, I had three Halloweens there, and I started to become, like, the Grinch of Halloween.
0: Aww.
1: Yeah, it was so disappointing. That was the, ended up being the busiest night of, of the year. Which you wouldn't... drain. Yeah. So it was Halloween mm-hmm. and the 4th of July. We're, were horribly, Why aren't you eating chili and grilling hot
0: dogs at home? Why aren't you doing those things? No,
1: and all of the area was, like oh, my God, we have to have pizza after trick-or-treating. So everyone would call, and it was it was the disaster every single time. And I remember the last one I worked, I, was, uh, I had to take a delivery. And I am attempting to fly through these neighborhoods with orders that are an hour late. And there's kids, oh and I don't want anybody to yell at me, so I'm just driving fast, slow. I don't know if you've ever experienced that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like you're... It's really anxious, but you just keep hitting the break. So I end up pulling up to this house, and it's a guy that was a regular. He used to come in, and I'd make him martinis, and we'd talk about work. You know, really nice dude. Uh, I pull up. Yeah, he's wearing a kilt,
0: and I just, it was really short. Oh, you saw a lot more of this guy than you wanted to. I don't
1: know. I really... It was uncomfortable. Did he have nice
0: thighs? I
1: was trying not to <laughs> stare at his knees. And I don't think he... I don't really don't know if he recognized me. Like, when you see a video of someone robbing a bank, and they just have, like, a hat on, you're like, how can nobody recognize this dude? If I have a hat on, no one knows who I am. Weird. And... I, I don't know, I didn't even wear a mask on Halloween. It's just you become a totally different person. Be anybody you want to be. Mm, just a cat. <laughs> so the last Halloween at the pizza place that I could think of, you know, we all wore costumes. The kids the kids that worked in the front of house all had, they, one girl's dressed like a pig, the other girls dressed like a, a cat, you know, stole my outfit, whatever, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Um, Daddy bitches Everybody's wearing like dog ears or whatever Uh, My friend Jeremy Comes into the restaurant Wearing one of those onesies Like The plush Yeah, it's a unicorn And it's white And he comes in And I'm talking to him And I'm like Are you wearing clothes under that? And he's like, no Oh. Like, I think, I've, Jeremy, I hope you had underpants on, but I cannot remember. All I know is that he was wearing a pink tutu to, like, cover up his business. And he was waiting tables. I was like, you are a bold motherfucker. He's, I don't care.
0: That probably takes the cake on. I, you know, I've seen a lot of cool Halloween costumes in the workplace. A lot of, like, beer winches, to be yeah. honest. But in a lot of cat ears. Yeah. Nobody's ever, there's always been the good, like, gender swap. Where a dude comes in with like a bra filled with socks on under his shirt. Everybody gets a laugh.
1: Yeah, and I always feel bad for um, maybe it's someone's first time having Halloween at work. And they get to work, and then I'm like, you still have to perform in your outfit. Yeah. Just so you
0: know. That's why the vampire teeth are great. I'm just (laughs) myself. I'm not a vampire anymore. I'm not a vampire anymore. I might be.
1: Do you remember when you used to dress up like a burrito
0: to go to the burrito place to get a free one on Halloween? I remember when that first got started. And you worked there. I worked there. By the time I worked there, it was buy one, get one free, or buy one, get one half off. They they changed it. Oh, it wasn't free anymore? No. People were still lining up all the way around the block for it, though. Oh, man. It was the busiest day of the year there. And I was, like, 19, and I had gone to a... Halloween party a couple days or the day before this was set to happen, and I got I was nineteen. I got way, way too drunk like got you. like 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 alcohol poisoning like it was it was <laughs> like you do. <laughs> I, I ended up calling off work um on the busiest day of the year, and obviously my managers were very unhappy. and I was kind of friends with my manager at the time, and she was very unhappy with me. And so I just quit and I just never went. Just never went back. I'm ashamed. I'm very ashamed. Like, I would never do that now, but at 19. What? I'm yeah, whatever. You know. In the throes of facing death itself. Yeah. I didn't see any other option when.
1: The, the Grim Reaper came. was going to walk through that door that day dressed like a burrito. <laughs> and you were afraid for your life. I understand. Did you ever have to dress up at the. Who, were there people. That did the mascot costumes at the Child
0: Casino? Every single person had to wear the costume. You had to? You had to. I have, I have the best story for this. It's Uh-oh. not quite Halloween related, but do you uh, mind if I share it? Because it is wearing the costume. Oh, please. So we're, we're talking about costumes. Carry on. I have two really good stories, actually. Okay. The first one is happened to a girl I worked with. They used to send the mascot out to schools to wave at kids when they got on the bus. Scary. And they, they said there are two schools next <laughs> to each other. <laughs> And she went to the wrong school, and they got out early. And it was a Catholic school and a public school, and she accidentally went to the the private school. And she's walking across the field over to the public school where she was supposed to be, and the school let out, and all the kids chased her and tackled her in the field while she was wearing the costume. (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) What like like sixth graders? Oh yeah, it was like middle school. Yeah, and she's like, a like flood. 16, 17 herself. Like, and they like... chased her down <laughs> and literally tackled her. They tackled her to the ground. And a couple days later, she was here for this incident with me, where we were in the store and I was wearing the costume. We all shared it. There was this this would not fly in COVID rules. No, like this sweaty, nasty costume that everybody. I had know to put what on. they're like. Yeah, and. Uh this kid dove underneath my foot to grab a ticket. we throw the tickets up and yeah. make it rain on these children. Whoa. And I, <laughs> it's literally like a little <laughs> casino. Um, and he dove under my foot to grab a ticket, and I stepped on his back. I, I, he just – Did he crunch? I, I could feel his – he didn't crunch, but I felt his spine under my foot. And I freaked out, and I jumped back. And the whole head comes flying off <gasps> of the costume. And the girl who had just been tackled – Quickly picks the head up and throws it on me and rushes me out of there. And we don't come back out for a good hour and because we are laughing so hard. Oh, it was bad. So <laughs> dressed, dressed as sued. a giant rat,
1: you smashed a child under your rat foot.
0: Oh, I'm going to get sued for that, am I? I don't know. It <laughs> was a long time ago. <laughs> no. I hope that kid's okay. The irony.
1: We're so sorry for you, little little babe. You got He smushed, was so tiny. Smushed like a mouse. He was fine, but. We had a, uh, at the ice cream chain, there was a costume, and it did not come out very much. And they, um, it was more like a volunteer thing. Okay. Uh, the thing inflated to stand up in front of the store oh. by itself, but you could put it on. It around. <laughs> And... It's a, I'm imagining like a wacky inflatable tube man. Yeah. Okay. It's a big cone, right? And imagine the base of it is a lot smaller. You're not comfortably walking in this thing. It's more of a waddle. Still top heavy. Yeah. And these poor little girls that I worked with, one of them specifically I can think of, I watched her, this was in like a strip. Um, And it was by the road. And she walked out of the parking lot onto this, like, grassy strip by the busy road. And I see her. She's too short for it. (laughs) The head of it is, like, flopping over. And it's trying. She's got an extension cord running all the way out so that it can stay inflated. And (laughs) And I see her walking, waddling, waddling, waddling. And then she just went down. And she's out there laying in the grass, kicking her feet. Just an ice cream cone rolling around. Oh, it was so sad. (laughs) I was like, oh, honey. <laughs> no. Another girl put it on, a taller girl. She's like, oh, I'll wear it. And we're like, all right, whatever. She comes back. She's like, um, I think I'm going to take it off. Like, she'd been out there for at least, I don't know, maybe an hour, a regular time frame to wear a costume. She was like, rashy. Ew. And she's like, uh, I'm allergic to the fabric. Why did you put this on? And wear it for that long. Yeah, she's like, well, I thought it would be okay. I'm like <laughs> put it on my entire body. Yeah, I'm like, oh my I think that girl was maybe eighteen, so it wasn't an enormous issue. But I was like, I am in charge of the Cone Kids. Oh my god. <laughs> I, mean, I don't like this. I don't want this responsibility. I What a uh, club,
0: the Cone Kids. Uh,
1: I never wore a costume for any jobs, and I thankfully avoided most restaurants that had mascots. Okay,
0: okay, you're talking about mascot costumes. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Did you ever wear? I mean, obviously, I guess you were just a cat every year. That's not a good question to ask. I've you. been a cat a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My favorite. Mm-hmm. Have you had any cool guests come in dressed up on Halloween? Um. That's I can't think of one, but oh, but Nathaniel told me one.
1: Uh, he was working at a nicer wine restaurant and said that a guy came in dressed as pennywise, like legit the, the full they had a balloon, very scary, made everyone uncomfy, but apparently his manager loved it and was so excited that this dude just like walked in and had him oh you're just like walking around the restaurant He said that the guy ended up in the kitchen on the line. <laughs> And he's, like, walking around with the balloon. If that happened to me while I was working, I would be so fucking mad. I would be mad. I would be like, get this motherfucker out of here. Would you
0: pop his balloon? No.
1: I would, no, I would
0: complain. (laughs) I would complain. With your words, you'd pop his balloon. I
1: would complain, and then I would fuss, and then I'd probably walk away, and then. You're not
0: wearing non-slip shoes. (laughs) Yeah. Get off my line.
1: I can't think of someone coming into the restaurant wearing a cool costume. Because mostly I just get uncomfortable. I'm like, oh, okay. <sighs> I don't know why. I appreciate costumes. I appreciate people making them. Cosplay is cool. Like, I get Because
0: it. the people that dress up are weirdos. Sometimes. I, can, I can say that from experience. Yeah. People that get really into it, like, we're strange folks. But I did really
1: get a hoot out of um, another Italian place that I worked at, everyone for Halloween dressed up like the manager. And he was, um, sorry, Neil, that was really funny. He's a tall man. He's got tattoos, like thick brimmed glasses, and and he's got a shaved head. And everyone had skin caps on,
0: like bald caps,
1: bald caps, (laughs) fake sleeves and they all stood around with their arms crossed pretending to be him because that's kind of what he would do like what do you need and you know stand around and that that was really funny we
0: talked about doing that to one of our managers at the bar i worked out we ended up being closed for weather on halloween and Uh, nobody actually but we were all gonna wear our khakis and we were gonna flip our hair and we were gonna skip down the hall oh my god (laughs) Well, since we're talking about creeps, this happened around Halloween time. Yes. Um, same bar that I've I've been referring to that got closed due to weather, which was sad. But there was a maintenance. Uh, this this bar was in a hotel, uh, so there's which is an old hotel, and yeah. people would joke about it being haunted. But there was never there any were just creeps. In it. Yeah, it was just there were just actual just full creeps, of creeps. Like, real life people. Specifically, one one kid. He was he was younger, and he got hired on to be a maintenance guy, and he knew somebody that knew somebody, and he was working there, and he cornered me in the elevator one day while we were setting up, and he, like, kissed me, and it was very uncomfortable, and I went to my manager about it, but I was uh, playing very safe, and I was like, you know, I don't want to get... Anybody in trouble, I don't want to get anybody fired like but I don't need an elevator yeah. and it's and
1: weird. I was
0: like I just want to keep that between us and obviously that did not stay between us and that yeah. went all the way up very quickly and he got fired that day. He shows up at the parking garage where I park my car the uh. next day to confront me about it. And after that I had to have a police escort, or not like a police escort, but like a friend, manager or tough person escort to my car Still. for a little while after that and they offered to have the police come and i was like oh very uncomfortable very creepy never saw him again hope i don't don't ever see him again
1: yeah i mean that puts you in uh, that sucks when that stuff happens because it puts you not only is the offender in the wrong but now
0: you have become
1: terrified well that and the center of the attention yeah because
0: now it's just worse and he obviously knows why he. Yeah, he's very. You know, obvious and it's, it's, it's very, fired. it's very coming back on me, and I'm glad that that could have ended a lot worse. That doesn't yeah, a lot worse it, for dad, a lot of a lot of women. I'm imagining scary those movies with the scary parking garage and yeah, he's got a big chef knife. Oh, Cause, big chef knives. <laughs> because <laughs> we all work around a <laughs> big Michael Myers. Yep. You know what I really hate about those big chef knives mm. when people are using a cutting board and they're chop, chop, chop. And then they take the blade and swipe it down the cutting board to put yeah. the ingredients into the bowl or the pan. And they just, sh- just scrape that blade. Right oh, it just drives me crazy. Have you had nightmares <laughs> about that? I think about it a lot. I see it a lot. I'll
1: make sure not to do that in
0: front of Oh, you. my gosh. Because, I mean, you're at
1: work. There's scary knives. Everywhere. Oh, and at our work currently, um, love being there sparkly clean sunshiny breakfast such a good time the basement is scary the
0: basement is terrifying it's got
1: they remodeled it when they when they bought it um because it's the building is from the 19th century it's
0: really old and it's a cellar it's not a basement there are literal cellar cellar doors on the outside
1: we have stairs now which is nice but the the ceilings are low and there's like different winding hallways uh-huh. to go to different parts of the storage in the basement creepy little rooms the bathroom employee bathroom is downstairs the light went out
0: recently <laughs> <laughs> it was just flickering like a like a haunted house and then um
1: and then the owner uh and is just tried to find a solution for us
0: what, he so put a lantern in there. he put a camping lantern in there
1: and it was like flickering like a strobe so on top of you're already being in the scary basement, you're also, like, in a horror rave in the bathroom when
0: you've got two seconds to pee. Everybody ran down, too, to check it out. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody took time to pee in that bathroom. Oh, my God. Is it scary down there? And we all go stomping down the stairs. Like, that's what oh, it sounds like. It is scary down here.
1: <laughs> oh, I call it the... There's a kitchen downstairs um, that's, like, our prep kitchen, and... I just call it the laboratory because it's <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, low hey, and dim. Where are we where do we keep the sourdough? It's downstairs in the lab. In the laboratory. The laboratory. <laughs> and you'll hear the like the um, the sub pump drain and it Uh sounds like a man like (laughs) Like
0: clearing his throat
1: it sounds like a large animal gurgling it's it's the first time i heard it my hair stood up on end and it happens
0: so randomly it just no there's no warning they just i don't i don't know if i'm not down there enough to know if it's a regular timed occurrence or if it just happens as we use the water (laughs) i don't know have you been in the creepy room with the really heavy door that swings shut and some of
1: the lights are automatic and some of them yes. are and you can't remember which ones. Uh-huh. And you end up slammed in a basement. In a dark.
0: And sometimes I accidentally turn the light off before I open the door and I'm like, whoop. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I am a scaredy cat. I've worked in a couple creepy bas... I know we talked... We've already talked about the creepy cellar basements. Yeah. There was another one at a pizza place I worked at. And it had a really long hallway. Um, there was like a prep kitchen down there and there was storage walk-in. And then there was a really long hallway, and then there was an office at the end. And in that office, the owner had a couch, which is the worst possible thing you can do at a bar <laughs> is have a couch downstairs. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of weird shit went on down there. Yeah. And I never, and I was just creeped out about that couch. And I just, he offered me to sit in it one time, and I was like, I am OK, thank you. I'm going to stand uh, creepy. Yeah. No, I don't
1: want to sit on your basement couch. Yeah, I don't – The one of the um, owners of a place I was working at had a little couch in his office, and then when I came in, that was the very first thing I said. I said, why you got a little couch in here? Is a little casting couch? What's that for? Yep. <laughs> and he was like, stop it. That's not funny. Okay. I thought it was
0: funny. Let me take a black light to this couch real quick. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> well, I think we're going to wrap it up for today. Um, we're at the library, and I really don't want – the beautiful librarians to come down here and bang on the door and tell us to get out. Come into this creepy basement. I had no idea this was even here. Yeah, true. We're in the library basement.
0: Ugh, spooky. <laughs> um, what are you going to be for Halloween this year? I'm really excited. This year I'm going to be a thunderstorm. I've got, Cute! I've got an umbrella and it's got like flashing battery-powered cool. lights. Yeah, and everything. I got a really cool dress at the thrift store and I made my own jewelry for it. And Are you going to be a cat? how'd you guess (laughs) it was just my intuition (laughs) well i hope everybody has a good halloween and i
1: hope everybody stays safe and we're gonna come back the following tuesday and uh hopefully somebody sent us some
0: stuff yeah i do want to say um we also have a twitter now uh, so it's gonna be the same handle topless two top so we'll try to put some updates on there we're both pretty new to twitter so give us a little slack there but yeah send us your updates um either to the twitter or topless2top at gmail.com and we'd love to hear from you
1: yeah we've gotten a couple things which is awesome we're really excited about that um so yeah just keep thinking of your horror stories uh halloween related or not and let us know oh yeah and don't forget never Mm -hmm. pet a burning dog